Greetings, peasants. I mean, hello, brave warriors, noble adventurers, and devious dungeon masters. Welcome back to the Knights and Nerds podcast. This is Tim. I'm the dungeon master, and I want to say thank you for listening to this. We are back from our temporary hiatus with an episode in which many things happen. So then, this is a pretty big episode, and I'm nervous to know what everyone thinks. I have my own opinions on the way things go, and you know what? I will share those opinions next week in campaign planning episode number six. I want to thank everyone for your patience with our little break. I know I'd spoken about it a little bit, but I was feeling very burnt out. I was concerned a little bit with my health, so I had to prioritize that and get that looked after. And you know what? I'm feeling good. I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to be sharing four episodes with you over the next four weeks. So this week is God's Eye episode 25. As I said, next week, campaign planning number six, following week, God's Eye number 26, and then the following week after that is the Faerun 4 will make their triumphant return after several months. And because this week is our four-year anniversary of being a podcast, uh, we're also going to do a giveaway going to give away a $50 gift card to our friends Nerdy Chicken and their Shop of Curiosities, and they have some really cool, unique tabletop RPG accessories, so I encourage you to check them out, and also check out the post for the giveaway, either on our Twitter, Instagram, or on Facebook, and I'll have links to all of those in the in the uh, show notes here, so it's easy for you. So the rules, kind of the same that we've done in the past. Like the post, follow Knights and Nerds, follow Nerdy Chicken, and tag a friend. And if you want a bonus entry into the giveaway, uh, also leave a comment with your favorite episode or character. Try to avoid spoilers if you could, please, but uh, yeah. We will announce the winner closer to the end of June. Best of luck to you. And I think that's pretty much all I have to say. Other than thanks again. Really, you know, four years of doing this. I'm very humbled by the fact that people are still kind of finding us every now and then. And I'm glad that people still find this podcast uh, entertaining. Yeah, so without further ado, let's rejoin our party. Matt, Sarah, and Kevin, otherwise known as Thaddeus, Chai, and Gutterbird. We are mid-combat. Can you imagine if I lost the initiative order that I had written down? That would be tragic. So you are fighting two frost giants, one of whom is barely stubbornly clinging to life. The other is toe-to-toe with Thaddeus in a compelled duel. Gutterbird is unconscious and is about to make a second death saving throw, has already succeeded once. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> and we have, uh, I think there's one undead pilgrim remaining and one of the Aladrin is still functional uh otherwise there's been a lot of a lot of damage gone both ways so let's get back into it in the initiative order in media res i think is how they say it in the biz in the middle of things smash cut gutterbird death saving throw do it let's roll I thought you were sick, Tim. I'm, I, this is like some some high energy, some high energy G D and D. I am forcing it out. So I have rolled a little number 
and known as 14. All right. Well, that is a second success. So one more success, and you are not conscious, but stable. I just have to get up to do a thing. So one second. There's going to be background noise. Well, I, I don't need Sarah to do the next thing, which is the Frost Giant attacking Thaddeus. And I'm rolling with these gorgeous new Dispel Dice that... Are we all, like, we're the entire crew now rolling with Dispelled Dice. We're all Dispelled. Yes, so that was... That was so one. none of us can play casters ever again. <laughs> Why? They're dispel. Oh, for God's sakes. Yes, we are all equipped with gorgeous dispel dice. Mine are called Ethereal Light. And Hashtag don't sponsor. They live up to the name. But let's see how they roll. They're super pretty. Ooh! One! Yeah, like I want them to roll well, but I also want them to fail horribly. <laughs> Okay, so Matt, do you does Thaddeus still have a shield of faith happening? Yes, he does. He is, was lucky, and I believe I was lucky enough to maintain my concentration check. Yeah, but only the recording truly knows. So, I'm pretty what sure. is your total armor class? Uh, that depends. What did you roll? <laughs> what do you mean that depends? I'm feeling like a 17 today, but maybe a 19 if I'm feisty. 49. <laughs> no, it's 18. Okay, well, I rolled a total of 16. So I think that would have been. Which is my old armor class. I know. That's All right. So this, this uh, great axe comes down and is uh, just barely deflected by your shield of faith. So frustrated, this giant is going to take another swing. And that time I rolled for a total of just 18. So barely connects. Oh, fuck. All right, roll lower damage than last time. Yeah. What the hell? I'll try. Okay, uh, I did roll a little bit worse than last time. So it is a total of 23 points of slashing damage. Tim. Oh no, oh no, oh no, 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 you no, no. You have a uncanny ability to hit exact numbers. What? Oh no. You hit no. my original armor class, you hit my buffed armor class, and now you've hit my exact life total. <gasps> no! <laughs> Both of you are down? Oh. Oh god. Oh so, uh, my god. Goodbye. Could you pass me that lovely pencil you have, dear? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. I have Let's so much work to do. Do your death saving throw, with you if have, you yeah, want, you have, with the memory. You have your your scene. Oh, okay. Let's take a look into Thaddeus's past. We're going to kind of look at a scene in which Thaddeus, <laughs> a scene that makes Thaddeus so angry. Hopefully, he'll come back to consciousness. <laughs> um, <laughs> And it's not like a vengeful anger. It's more of a dis. It's that dad disappointment anger. Um, but there is a an early morning mist and fog outside of a not necessarily modest, but not necessarily lavish kind of home in the middle of a. Not like 
a small city. Uh, cobbled streets, a little bit of sunlight, but it's mostly cloudy, overcast with that mist. And uh, Thaddeus is standing at an open door, watching his wife walk away with all of her stuff as he is left in a home with an empty crib, a, a bed that was supposed to be big enough for two people, but isn't, and is just kind of left having lost part of his family and then having watched the other half leave. Uh, so he's just kind of wants to be so bitter he's going... Well, we're hoping he's so bitter that he <laughs> regains consciousness. A 13. Say yes to success. Which is good, because the other die was a 6. So you said the bed was supposed to be big enough for two. Yeah, like, it's kind of the... It's more so, like, times had been kind of hard, and they had to downgrade things. They've had to... Oh. Like, it's, it's not, like, she's not leaving because of the one thing. She's leaving because of everything mm. kind mm. of idea. Okay. Yeah, I thought she was leaving just because the maybe the bed was too... Like, you just bought the wrong bed, and she's like, I'm tired of this. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be real rough. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's a long wagon ride back to Ikea to return that. Having defeated an opponent, this, this giant bellows something out towards... Back towards his companion in Giant, and uh, it is quite loud. And the... Whatever is said echoes off the the stony spires all around you and we are going to now uh one of the remaining conscious eladrin who hmm huh is going to produce a wand and then cast a spell at this giant i guess she's gonna try to back up and and try to take out this giant that's right next to her okay several scorching rays leap out from the Eladrin, and uh, two of them strike the giant, and it collapses and falls over like a like a falling old growth tree. This was the 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 smashy one, not the magicy one, right? Uh, no, that was the magicy one that that has just been taken out of the fight. Oh, okay. Okay, now we're going to Chai. Oh God. Okay, so how far am I from GB? I was still, I was pretty close, right? Yeah, you're within your movement speed for sure. Okay. Uh, I'm going to rush over to Gutterbird and I'm going to, I'm going to put a second level cure wounds into him. 60, so you're up with 16 hit points. Thank you. Uh, and I, how, f how far am I from Thaddeus? Like 60-ish feet? Yeah, I believe that the one giant had come out further, so you're still a little bit away. Uh, okay, so I will try and position myself so I'm 60 feet from Thaddeus, basically. That's gonna... Because I can only cast one spell per turn, right? That was our... If you've got, like... I guess it's, like, one spell that takes a spell slot and then, like, one cantrip, providing that you have the actions to do it. So if you have, like... Um, like for example like healing word is a bonus I think is a bonus action and then like and then you could do like a, a cantrip as well 
Yeah, so Cure Wounds is a slotted spell, so I'm gonna do that, and then I'll just try and move to be to make sure that I'm within 60 feet of Thaddeus. Bryce will cast uh, Expeditious Retreat and moves incredibly quickly in a line towards the remaining giant. And like it's so fast that like there's like a, a zip in the snow um, and he's going to attack this giant. Okay, uh, the remaining undead will move its full speed up to the remaining giant, but uh, doing so takes all of its... Uh, like its move action and its uh, dash. So that takes us to... That's Thaddeus again. Ooh, seven. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, sorry, I should mention. I should I should say. I forgot to, I forgot to mention. Um, two of Bryce's attacks did connect, and the, the remaining giant is looking very, uh, very injured. So that takes, takes us back up to Gutterbird. Um, okay, so I've actually never done any death saving before. So am I just, I'm just back down to fight? Don't, don't have to do anything else? You're, you're up. So I've healed you, so you're alive and well. Well, you're alive. Uh, your death saves uh, and fails, if there were any, are, are moot. They can be erased. And you're just up with that many hit points, being, being your old gutter bird self. I'm going to... Eldritch Lee Blast, our clinging to life giant, with my with my agonizing blast. So I've got a 14, plus my 7 spell attack bonus. And then I got a 16, so 27 for that one. Uh, yeah, both of those will connect. But I, I think I think you're just adding the, the plus 7 to hit, and then like the plus 4 is to the to the damage. But it's it's fine. Oh, okay. they, they they both hit anyway. So now you're rolling two d ten plus eight altogether. So I've got a nine, and I got a ten. Oh shit! Uh, then plus eight. Uh yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, cool. Twenty-seven. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Okay. Cocoon. Uh, how does it look like? So, okay, so the giant had 26 hit points left. Uh, what is it like when you, like, leap up from near death and then just level a fatal Eldritch Blast at this thing? I feel like it's gotta be one of those classic kung fu movie moves where I, I, you know, I I stand up kind of slowly and I use the back of my hand to wipe a little bit of blood off my lip. And then I just kind of do like a, uh, okay, and then just unload. Straight up unload. Uh, Bryce will motion to the Eladrin to attend to Thaddeus unless anybody wants to object. Oh. I probably wouldn't get there in time before they do that because he's 60 feet, right? I mean, we're out of initiative, so you can, like, yell at them or whatever. I'm 100% going to get closer because uh, I don't like that it's the, th- well, the two of them. Is the other, has the other Eladrin brought the other Eladrin up? Oh, no, yeah. She, oh, she might be dead, dead. Like, there's been a number of rounds. Yeah, yeah. Let me just retcon a, a tiny, tiny bit. The Eladrin bends over the body of, of her uh, fallen comrade and says something. Um, 
that is difficult to overhear, but you can make a perception check if you want. And Bryce will actually be the one to go and revive Thaddeus. Oh, plot thickens. Okay, so I'm 100% trying to hear what they're saying. Uh, 13 plus 6, 19. Okay, so the Eladrin says, I will see you when you awaken in the next life. Yeah, so I will, during this, I'll just be, I'll be booking it towards Thaddeus as well. Bryce will sort of revive Thaddeus. Um, He's going to pop a healing potion. And let me just see how many hit points that gives. I don't know whether I like this, but I kind of like that he's using his shit and not ours. So I'm like, I'm of two minds, right? Like, I'm like, oh, he shouldn't be touching him. But at the same point, I'm like, sweet, he used his potion and not our potion. Okay, so is a not great five hit points, but you're conscious. Um, he's sort of like, as you awaken, he's like kneeling down next to you and sort of like offers to like pull you up. And as he does so, he's going to whisper something to you that I want to text to you, Matt. Oh, okie dokie. I'll allow it. Thaddeus is so... I mean, we could also just take off our headphones for a split second so the audience will hear it, but we won't hear it. But how will you know when to come back? That's more dramatic for the audience. I'm with Matt, and we can text Kev. Are we all on Discord? You could just text Yeah, you can just message the chat, can't you? If you want, if you want the audience to hear it, you don't have to. But if we take off, our, if Kevin and I take off our headphones momentarily, only Matt will hear you, and the audience will. Take off your headphones and count t- count to down from ten, and then come back. Okay, I'll have my fingers up so Matt can yell at me if it's if I'm coming back too early. Okay, all right, I'm taking them off now. Yeah, mine are coming off. All right. So Bryce says, "Let's make this convincing, but make sure the Aladrin dies." Did you get that? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, I got it, I got it. I'm back. Okay. All right. Can I roll an insight check? Please do. Oh, shit. That's a 21. Oh. So what are you trying to determine? I just want to know how to answer you without giving it all away. I, like, yeah, honestly, I want to understand where this seems to be coming from. Like, is it coming from a place of self-preservation? Is it coming from a place of... I, I want to know if he's looking for something that'll just benefit him, or if it's going to be, like, if this is a greater good kind of idea, or if this is a a self... Um, entitled thought process. Um, with a 21, I'll say that you think it's probably a combination of the two. So, okay. So, with Thaddeus back on his feet, Bryce takes a few steps back and um, gets away from the massive body of this uh, giant. I, I want to know... Uh, would I know what languages Bryce can speak? What languages Bryce can speak? Um, I think probably... Mostly, I, I can speak Draconic and Common, and I'm assuming that uh, 
everyone else doesn't know Draconic. If he, if I know that he knows Draconic, I want to kind of pass off a pained grunt as a question to him. Okay, um, I will. I'll, I'll just roll a percentile to see if he knows Draconic. Um, I'll give it. Uh, geez, how many languages are there? A lot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'll yeah. say. I'll say eighteen and up. He knows it. He does not know Draconic. Okay. Well, as Thaddeus gets up, he's going to say something in a language nobody seems to understand. <laughs> <laughs> but it just sounds like a ugh, kind of grunt of pain. Bryce clears, a, a, gets a, you know, a few yards away from the corpse of the giant, and he's um, brandishing his mace, and he's like circling, kind of like looking at Thaddeus, and he says, well, our agreement is up, and... Now we can get back to our unfinished business. And then he kind of like looks at, like he kind of like bounces his head back and forth and he he says, but this isn't a fair fight. And he motions to the Eladrin. He's like, give him some more life so that this can be interesting. Otherwise I'll just crush him so much faster than I otherwise normally would. Oh, Wow. So We're doing this, eh? Okay. The Eladrin is going to walk up to you and is going to begin casting Cure Wounds. Is this like a one-on-one kind of, we leave it in the streets kind of thing? Or is this going to be a free-for-all? Well, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll open the floor to Chai and Gutterbird if you want to sound off with any concerns or, you know, rules about staying away from the eyes and groin. Never. Yeah, those are the only things I go for. <laughs> if, okay, if they're gonna beef up, if they, if they're gonna beef up Thaddeus, I'm gonna like step in front of Gutterbird and hopefully so that no one really sees, I'm going to pump another second level cure wounds into him, like trying to do so stealthily. So they'll be like, I'll and I'll lean back into Gutterbird. I'm assuming you've kind of come up a little bit farther. Like I'm not fully at the group that, yet, but like probably thirty feet. Just lean back and pump it into me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how we roll, right? Um, I'm going to lean back, and I'm also, like, just going to, like, tap you with my shoulder and cast this through you. And I'm going to... I'm going to just kind of whisper to you, and, like, I'll... And I'll be like, I don't know what's about to happen, but I don't know if this is going to end well. I, I have a kind of emergency escape plan. But I feel like Thaddeus wants to see how this plays out. Maybe we just take cues from him on this one. I feel like this is his personal thing. I feel like he's been waiting for this. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so like we'll just see how he's doing and what he leads, but I have and then I kind of like I kind of just glance up at the sky. I'm like, I still have my other option that was going. And I'm like, because like that's I still have that up for ten minutes total, so I still have the call lightning up. Uh Okay, so I'm going to do second level Cure Wounds, so 2d8, 12 points of healing for you, but there you go, something. And I give you the healing potion that I have. What? What does that do? Uh, You can take that if you're low, uh, and it's, what is it, 2d4 
plus four plus two for a normal healing potion. As, I guess, two things are happening at once. The Eladrin begins to cast a spell, and Bryce is yelling, saying, Come on, Thaddeus, do it! Let's go! Let's get this done! I have... I want two things to happen. Okay. Well, I want one thing to happen, and then I want to see what you say about the second. The first thing I want to have happen is I want to let her finish casting the spell. Okay, that happens. You regain... uh, you regain seven hit points. Okay. After this is done, after the, like as the spell is being cast, can I roll a wisdom saving throw? Because <laughs> this is fucking with me. <laughs> like, do you want to see if you'd you'd be I, able to? I wanna. I wanna know. Like, I I don't know rage. how to navigate this as Thaddeus. And I made the character. <laughs> so I think he's so conflicted, he kind of needs to know... He needs to have a guiding star on this one. See, there's nothing There's nothing affecting you that would trigger a wisdom saving throw. Yeah, okay, cool. Then I've got a, I've got a plan. Um, You're going to have to make this choice. Can I ask one kind of housekeeping question? Yeah, I just want to know... So the Aladrin that is up, this is not the Aladrin that healed Gutterbird, correct? Correct. Is this the Eladrin that was looking back at at him on the walk up and like like trying to like kind of get eye contact with him? Is this the one that was like staring him down or was this the one that was like kind of indifferent? I mean, they both kind of show an interest towards him. Okay. As the Eladrin finishes, Thaddeus kind of grips the axe, the great axe, like, very prepared, kind of side-eyes the Aladrin and says, Thank you. Oh, sorry, that's not his voice. <coughs> I was like, get, get your shit together. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, I guess I have to ask forgiveness for what I'm about to do. Uh, I'm going to try and take her head off. Oh. Okay. I'm just going straight, side swing, going for the neck. Okay. Can I have advantage for surprise? She is surprised. Hot damn. One was a three. Oh, for fuck's sakes, man. The other's a crit. Do <gasps> oh. <laughs> you got any smite left? I have two first level smites and I'm putting one into it. Oh! That's an even 60 points of damage. <gasps> Can you describe the beheading? Oh my god. So Thaddeus is standing there. He's like uh, that his armor actually has a dent in it. But it's kind of popped back from the healing that has put his bones back together essentially. And he's got a bit of like dried blood on the side of his face and part like and some of it is coming from the like finished scar and the the Ladrin heals him up and he just turns not even full eye contact, just kind of that like side eye, head down slightly, gonna talk to his armpit, but in the direction of the Ladrin, says his, I'm about to apologize, I guess I have to apologize for what I'm about to do, and he just, it's, it's so quick, his two hands, his left hand pushes the shaft of the axe, up through his right so that he's got it full baseball swing and he just pivots on the left foot 
spins in a full circle and the whole head comes off. And then he turns and is almost immediately back in the same position. The azure light behind his axe is kind of like a trail, like a shooting star comet kind of thing. And that's the divine smite. And as he stops, everything comes back to normal. And he turns, he stands there, he looks up and he goes, now, explain why I just did that. Uh, at this exact moment, I'm going to be like, go back to Gutterbird. I'm like, I think I think we're a bit of a go. And I want to cast a second. Uh, uh, what do I have left? Uh, I want to cast a, ooh, a second level healing word. Oops, sorry, just punched the mic. A second level healing word into Thaddeus. Uh, and just, oh, I'll roll for that. Okay. Eight points of healing. Not a lot, but. Puts me to 20. Out of second level spells. Bryce is uh, laughing and almost applauding, like briefly, but then he, he sort of reaches a hand underneath his breastplate, like around his neck, and he pulls out a familiar looking necklace. And it's an exact match to the one that you pulled off one of his soldiers, the one that prevents magical spying. The one that we're wearing? Yeah. yeah. And he says, did you get my gift? It's very important that you have it. Uh, I'm also, I'm going to walk is- closer. Mike, I'm not calling down lightning yet, but there is lightning like crackling from my fingertips waiting to figure out what the hell is going on. Thaddeus is standing there. He goes, if you're, <laughs> if by gift you mean the lovely little amulet that pairs with that one. We took that off the corpses of the fodder you threw at us. And for the record, you are such a conniving little shit. Now explain to me why I did that and why I shouldn't do it to you right now. And Thaddeus is like doing the slow, cool guys walk away from explosions, slow soldier walk towards him. Chai is visibly like, uh... Could, you know, like, just a little anyone? Because she's, like, ready to get, drop the hammer on Bryce and is, like, desperately trying to find a reason not to, apparently. He says, I made these to hide me from my master, and I made one for you, and I gave it to those chattel, and I sent them after you knowing that they would be no match for you and that you would find this little bauble and keep it because of its use. And it is vitally important. And the only reason that I can talk to you now is because I'm protected from my master's all-seeing eyes. You don't know what you're dealing with and I need your help to undo what I've done. Oh my god! (laughs) Can I... Can I check... Is he lying? I need I need some assessment here. And before he continues, he says, And you know full well, if you kill me now, we will find ourselves at this impasse once again because my master will reset the board. That is why you God, are I hate now. it that he's right, but I still... <laughs> yeah, and you're free to roll an insight check. Oh, 100%. Uh, 16? He seems like he's being very forthcoming. He's just engineered the deaths of like his allies so that he could talk to you privately without without them be so what he's done 
the Eladrin would not be aware of this conversation when when things come back, right? Yes, they won't have a memory of this. Uh, oh my god, okay, I have so many questions. I was like, okay, uh... <sighs> Thaddeus is standing there. He's probably about 30 feet from him. Like, well, he knows he can close the gap if he needs to, but he just stands there and he goes, This is what you want to undo? You have so much that you should be backpedaling for that I can't even begin to describe. And yet you have the audacity, the gall, to stand here and tell me that I should keep you alive? I could kill you once, you'd remember this conversation, and then we could get back to square one the next time. Why don't I do it? Give me a reason and make me believe it. Chai's also going to, like, put up a hand while this is going on. All of this agreement, (laughs) all of this exercise was about trust, Thaddeus. It was all about whether or not I can trust you. And there's one thing that I love more than power. It's my own life. Perhaps there is quite a lot of accounting that I must do in the afterlife. But I've seen... I thought I knew what I wanted. I thought my master could give me the power that I so desired. Power over men, power over empires. But seeing what he will turn the world into, I've seen glimpses of it, and I can't stomach it. Who's your master? The red sun and the red stars. Well, yeah. No shit. Who's behind him? Remember back to Rinvale in the mines? The master is from a far place. A place of chaos and madness, but of unbridled potential. And the master spoke to a few willing people. Me some of these Aladrin gave us the secrets to summon it but your interference had a very peculiar side effect the master now slumbers and we are caught in his dream and every time something happens that greatly displeases the master enough there's a new dream that takes its place and he will keep making new dreams until he gets what he wants We have an opportunity to... I don't know if this creature can be slain, but perhaps we can do it together. Or send it back from where it came from, but I can't do it alone. I'm stuck, just as we are all stuck together in this web. So let me get this straight. Some ethereal noise in your head said, Hi, my name's the Red Sun and Red Stars. And you're going to have limitless power and control over the domain of humanity by waking me up. And you were like, hot damn, I'm in. Is that like the... That is an accurate uh, summary. The Coles notes? I was trying to think of a better fantasy name, but yeah. The gist? Yeah. Okay, well, you're dumb. Um... And I don't know how to talk to you right now because my brain hurts. I think it might be a literal concussion. So I'm going to just 
hold up a minute and have a think. And Thaddeus just kind of he does that thing where it's like it's it's the classic middle finger and thumb pinched on the bridge of your nose just looks like you've got brain freeze just but you're actually holding in blood because uh, it's leaking from your face it's a combination of holding in a bit of blood from what I assume is only a bleeding tear duct from all of the abuse I've taken but also just like a, it's between that and a face palm and it's just like oh god damn it um, I'm still like I'm still keeping call lightning like on the cusp uh, I was like in the cave, you had mentioned that you had reached a bargain with the Eladrin. What was that referring to? I needed their help as part of the summoning ritual. And as part of the agreement, the Master would transform the Feywild. He seeks to transform himself beyond a mortal frame into something truly deathless. And I think you got a glimpse of that world where everything was saturated with undeath. That is what he will do. That is the future. That is the path that we are on. And that is what will happen to the Feywild if he's awakened truly. He needs the God's Eye. He needs enough of it to fully awaken now. You need it so that you can make weapons to fight him. Where are the ones that the Eladrin took from us? They're with him. The Eladrins made mention of their queen that languishes in the shadows. Who were they talking about? He shrugs. He says, I, I know not much of Feywild history, but the name Serial was mentioned. It seemed very important to them. Does that ring any bells? Serial? Serial. Oh. Like that... Ariel, but with an S? Correct. Okay. Does that name ring a bell to me? Being Feywild shit. Uh, it does not. I'm gonna look over my shoulder to Gutterbird. Well, I think he's behind me still. And I'm gonna, like, kind of look down oh, at wait, the ground. Oh, wait, hang on. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, I lied. Um, yeah. Serial. It's your mom. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Plot twist. The, the current ruler of the Feywild, it's... Is it, um... The Saffron family? <laughs> yes. Yeah? Okay. So, Serial was one of the Saffrons until she mysteriously disappeared. Do, did I know her, or was this, like, before my time? Uh, yeah. You're, you're fairly young, so this was before your time. Uh, the Serial would be the sister of the ruling, um, like, the queen of the summer court. Oh, shit. The sister to the queen. Yep. I'm like, that news just baffles me. And I look kind of like, that's not good. And then I'll try and kind of like regain, uh, like I regain my, some composure. And I'll kind of look over my shoulder at Gutterbird. And kind of like look at the ground. Like I'm almost, I'm really heavily debating asking this question. But I'll eventually do it, and I'll I'll uh, look back at Bryce and be like, "The Eladrin were particularly interested in Gutterbird. Do you know why?" They told me he lived in the Feywild once. Dun, 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 dun. 
Gutterbird, you're not like a half elf, right? You're human? I don't know. He touches his ears. I think so. I was going to say, does he have pointy ears? He is human? He's human? Confirmed? Yeah, he, yeah, he's human. Chai is even more confused at that because she's never known anyone to be able to survive there that wasn't, like, from there. And humans are not from there. Bryce is going to motion to the now open pass where before there were rocky spires, now the illusions have fallen away. He says, there's more starfall coming. It's going that way. And there's more enemies coming. And he points to the north pass where the other giants were hanging out. He says, I can't be sure, but I think I know what one of them was calling for. And I think there will be more here soon. So we haven't much time. You need to go and I will keep them away. That doesn't sound like a great plan. If you are going to, like, if you die and this all resets. I won't die. I'll simply occupy them long enough and then make my very uh, expert retreat. I mean, I can get us all there pretty quick if you think that that's faster or smarter. How, what's, the, what's the moving speed on a giant? 40. Yeah, I can get us there pretty fast. What, do you have Windwalk? No. I don't have wind. Funny no. no, that's a sixth level spell. Oh, okay, I, was like, uh, yeah, I don't. Right, right, right. But I have another option that ju- I have another option that just became available to me. And he, if the three of you guys are all medium-sized creatures, we are. Then yes. Um, and it's pretty badass. I'm just saying. Thaddeus walks back up to him. He's taking his hand down off of his face now, and he goes, "All right, two things. One." You mentioned something about the mace. What the fuck do I need to know about that? I took this mace off the body of Lord Crowley after I killed him. And it speaks to me. It speaks to me in all the voices of the peoples that it's killed. It's quite maddening. Unsurprisingly. No shit. (laughs) But these are the souls trapped within it. Souls without rest, Thaddeus. If you help me complete this and walk away alive, I will give you the secret to undoing its magic so that these souls can find rest. I think that is of interest to you. Who's in the mace? What's in the box? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely Gwyneth Paltrow's head. What? I haven't seen it. I almost just spat my drink all over the laptop and microphone. <laughs> um, Bryce gives you a look as though, like, do I need to articulate? Do I need to say it? Uh, Thaddeus holds up. He he holds up his left hand and in his right hand the bandage, and he says, "Left or right hand? Which one?" Wait, what? In in his his left hand, he's thumbing his wedding ring. And in his right hand, he's holding the, um, the like, bandage that isn't truly a bandage. Mm. He's got those two things up. He's like, is it one of them? He, he nods towards the bandage. You son of a bitch. You can stay here and fight the damn giants. And Thaddeus 
punches him and then walks to uh, Chai and says, let's go. Wait, I'm getting some mixed signals here from you, Thaddeus. Is this an agreement? We're going to think- help you, you fuckwad. This is an agreement, you son of a bitch. But you're staying here and we're getting the god's eye. Capital. GB, you, you, you cool with this? I don't... What's going on? I have... I, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I'll explain on the way. Uh, I'm just gonna look at Bryce and, like, I, every, from my insight check, everything he's saying seems legit, right? Like, none of this seems like a lie. Not that you can tell. I'm gonna... I'm gonna look at Bryce and be like, obviously he's a little upset, but in seriousness, if we... I think what he wants more than anything is to make sure his friends are at rest. So if there is, if it is better for you to come with us and live, to not disrupt his dream again, is that, is, do you think it more likely that coming with us will be di- less disruptive to this guy's theoretical dream sequence, or will it be you finding these giants and possibly dying? I will not die. I can I can move quickly when I have to. I will simply I will simply lead them away. I feel like they are very territorial. If they see your tracks, I think they'll follow. And I don't know. I don't know what environment you'll find the starfall. So we should go quietly and you be the distraction as the kind of idea. Mm, yes, you're obviously the brains of the group. Yes, that's a great idea. Uh should we meet up with you again after we get it? What is the long-run plan here? I'll wait for you in Stonegate. That's fine. We've got to go back there for your... I'm not... This is not... I'm saying this yeah, in my we head. Gotta like, go we got to go back for his sword anyway, so we got to go there. Okay, so, like, I guess, like, meet at the pub? I don't know. And the child just, like, wander away. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess we're going, Gutterbird? I don't know. The longer you stay alive, and the longer I stay alive, the longer we can prevent this dream from starting over. So, try not to die. I feel like I shouldn't have to tell you that, but it's very important. Thanks for that. Good advice. Uh, I throw a rock at him. (laughs) Make an attack roll. Oh my god. You might hit me, depending on how bad this is. Uh, no, it's a dexterity-based attack. Uh, unless I'm proficient throwing stones at people, it's an 11 because I have a minus one. It, uh, it slams into the body of the giant. Oh, ooh, anything fun I can loot off the elect? They had a wand of something. Is there fun- anything I could loot for funsies or off the oh, giants? yeah, 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 yeah. Just a quick looted. Yes. Because I know, I, I perceive that they had a wand. Yeah, so there's a wand, and, uh, anyone is, f- um free to make a perception check to look around for some other goodies? Oh, 100%. Do that. Let's see what we end up Yeah. Here. Any healing potions? Any other things? Oh, yeah, you're blocked away at this point. Oh, Thaddeus just does not care. Ooh-hoo-hoo. I got a seven. Uh, perception? Yeah. And, Kevin, you said seven? Teen. Oh, 17. Okay. Plus, oh, so eight, 18 total. 18 total. 25. Okay, so on the Eladrin, you find a a wand and the a holy symbol that matches sort of some of the stitching in their clothes on the giants um, you find a sack being carried by the magic one with what looks like some loot from other adventurers that were not so uh, fortunate 
there's some uh, like a whole bunch of really just mundane and, and not super valuable stuff, but you do find a couple things in there. There's five. They look like sort of they're, they're giant runes, like not giant in size, but like in the language. And you think that these are probably worth something. So they're kind of like maybe archaeological, have some kind of significance that way. Um, there's a, a sparkly set of plate armor. Uh, there's a glass globe that is kind of like fits into the palm of your hand. About the size of a bocce ball. Okay. Bocce. And uh, Chai, as you're looking around, you notice that from the erupting earth um, and your own mold earth spells seem to have unearthed some kind of hidden stash. Love it. So there are uh, seven gemstones worth 50 gold each. And then there's a set of boots that looks very fascinating. Oh, I'm taking all of it. Unless you want to have a short rest, like, right here in the spot, um, which, based on what is being said, is probably not a great idea. Um, I can tell you what everything does, but uh, it's up to you. Uh, I was going to say, I'll, I'm I'm in a kind of grab-and-go uh, mode right now, um, and I'll kind of, like, look at it all once we get a rest. I think that's probably what Chai would do in this moment. I'd say to Gutterbird, it was like, just loot and pillage what you can, and just uh, <laughs> throw it in the backpack. We'll look at it later. I love the idea. I love the idea of these very dramatic conversations. <laughs> One moment, and then please. just like Chai watering off, be like, "Ooh, sparkly! Ooh, Ooh sparkly! Something sparkly! Ooh, sparkly!" <laughs> Intelligent, but magpie nonetheless. Yeah. Um, she's walking up okay. with like so, just an arm full of right. stuff like stacked up to her nose, and she's like, "Oh, hey!" I did hey, a buddy. quick fantasy Costco okay? run. Thaddeus is so we're walking away, right? Like we've we're gone, going down the path. We're, we're going, going to where down, God's eye yeah. is. We think it where where your vision thought we were going for God's eye. Yeah, I'll give it probably like a good half mile before saying anything. So yeah, I was gonna also um, as we were going, I was gonna try and cast uh, some some druid crafting. Uh, to cr- like, if the terrain was like snowy or whatever, I was gonna like basically cast druid craft or mold earth to kind of like make it look like our tracks weren't there, one or the other, right? Like I was gonna try and like do that as we go. If if there was an area that would show our steps, if it's just solid rock, then I wouldn't bother. But if there's like sure. snow tracks or something like that, yeah, there's there's definite um, changes between snow and rock. Yeah, so one more um, minor. Uh, thing I realized I may not have given you like adequate um, information when you asked who or what the master is. A lot of information was like, you know, exposition dump. But uh, if like as you're sort of clearing the area, if you want to have like clarified any anything on that topic or anything else before you leave Bryce behind. Uh, mostly, like, Thaddeus kind of just wants to know a name. Not necessarily, like, oh, it's the red sun and stars. It's more of a, like, is is that the, is this symbol tied to something? Did it tell you its name? Or is it trying, like, did they actually just trust a faceless, nameless entity? <laughs> I guess, what, knowing interplanar stuff, possibly a little bit more, would I be able to recall any, like, does this ring any bells for me? Having traveled amongst the plains probably a little bit more. 
I mean, have you traveled amongst more than one plane or just the one plane? It's up to you. That is a good question, one I do not know the answer to. But as as a diplomat, I would imagine I would have possibly, like, as a like a representative of the court of the Feywild, possibly it I could have. I hadn't thought about it till now, because originally it was basically to mitigate, well, does God's eye only fall on the material plane? Hmm. Or would it have possibly fallen on other planes? Because then, yes, 100%. Hmm. I'll let you roll a history check. It's going to have to be pretty high to uh, to to get anything. But yeah, give me a, give me a history check. Sixteen. In terms of planar things, you kind of like know, I guess, of the ones that are civilized, and this does not sound like one of those places. Yeah, would I at least know like which? plane or what possible planes this voice might be coming from if it's like this kind of like dark chaotic plane would that ring any bells for me maybe not his name but like at least an idea of where he's coming from right now it's 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 not coming to you um but uh matt sorry you were asking for something more specific other than just like the name that they're calling it yeah and like essentially this to Thaddeus, it sounds like somebody just popped up and, like, they sound like crazy people. If there wasn't some actual metaphysical shit that was impacting him, he'd be like, you guys need to be put in a sanitarium. <laughs> you just heard a voice that told you about these abstract concepts and you've gone gallivanting off to murder people? <laughs> like, what? So, like, if, if it was like, hey, I'm... I don't know, like, Dormammu has come to fucking end all of existence. He's promised me that I can rule over that end of existence with him. That makes sense. That's a name. <laughs> There's, you've, you've given a label to this entity, not just, hey, I have, I saw the marks of what I see when I get hit in the head really hard. They told me to kill things. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, can I just do one quick? mild retcon of things and before we head out like entirely can I just tell Kyogen where we're going and see if he wants to kill him any further because <laughs> he's still just chilling in the cave waiting for us <laughs> it's true we could use a bear hunter just want to see like because we're st- we're going into the mountains we'll be like hey buddy I-, I get things have changed from what you originally wanted we're gonna go that way you can come with us and we're not gonna expect you to fight like we get that but, like, also, you might die if you go back solo. So, like, just if you want, just throwing it out there. Um, he says he'll wait in the cave <laughs> uh, uh, for as long as his food rations will allow. And uh, and then if you're not back by the time that he runs out of food, he'll he'll go by himself. I, yeah, I'll give him a bunch of the good berries that I cast, like, on our nights before rest. Like, they don't last too long, but, like, they'll replace some of the berries that he... He, like it'll delay how long he needs to eat rations. So, um, but I was like, we are planning on coming back this way. So, a hundred percent, we will we will come back for you. Uh, does he have a distinctive like crest or something like that on him? Like a specific piece of armor, like with like a bear claw on it or something. So we can identify his skeleton when we get back. <laughs> no, so I can cast locate object on something. <laughs> but I thought that's where you were going was like the so we can identify no. the body. <laughs> I don't. I'm just so, we can, so I can so coming back 
Because the mountains are fucky that I can cast locate object on something so I can find him. That makes a bunch of sense. <laughs> yeah, he's got very distinctive uh, pickaxes. Okay, perfect. I will memorize those very intensely so that I know uh, how to how to mentally describe them or visualize them to cast locate object down the road. And I guess as the group is heading out and Thaddeus asks like, oh yeah, what is your master? Bryce will kind of like turn back from the, the mountain pass that he's facing and he says, I can't quite pronounce its name. I think it's, it kind of like gives this throaty, I think it's Thrun. Calls itself Beholder. God damn it. Nice. Matt says, nice. <laughs> oh my god, didn't I not fucking call it? Oh my god. <sighs> Great. <laughs> Shit. <The> fucking eyes. <laughs> I, knew like, yeah, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, he's like, sweet. Anyway, carry on. I've heard of that. <laughs> I hear beauties in the eye of it. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, let's specifically seek it out for that very reason. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God, that's disgusting. With the way he said Thrun, does that ring a bell in any language that I might know? I know Druidic, Common, Elvish, Sylvan, and Undercommon. Um, it sounds like he was trying to get his, like, to verbalize something that is spoken by, like, a creature that, like, doesn't verbalize in the way that a human does. Okay. Has a different larynx. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Just wanted to check. Okay, so yeah, now I think we uh, carry on. So we wa- we've been walking for a good half mile, I'd say. And Thaddeus hasn't uttered a noise. Yeah, I think I think Thaddeus is probably just walking and like me and GB are like hanging back and be like, let's let's just let him walk it out. Let's let's yeah. just let him like work it out. He'll get there. He'll he'll talk when he wants to talk. You don't hear him exhale. He's just like the breathing is so measured. And the focus is so intent that you don't even hear him, like, breathe in, breathe out, nothing. And then at about a half mile, you hear the faintest, faintest sniff. And he just stops. And he turns around, and it looks like he's been bawling. Like, he's just got these, like, the blood has coagulated because of tears kind of thing on the sides of his face from just the beating he just took. And he looks at them both and he says, there is nothing I can do. He's completely got me in a vice. And he just kind of (laughs) sits. Are we in, just, in the middle of the path, in the, open, in the okay. snow, in the open, and it is it is the tone and structure of just a broken man. Uh, he looks at them and he says, Brass betrayed my military unit. I didn't want to have a military career. I joined the military because Heidi left and Heidi left because we couldn't keep our lives together once Heinrich died and 
And he just starts spiraling down this saw... Like, it's a sob story. But it's the sob story that takes place over, like, a decade. And he's spiraling out and out, and it all kind of comes back to him looking up and going, Bryce killed the man that took my son away from me as an infant. And that caused a chain reaction that has now led to him holding his soul hostage in a mace. And I have to help him fix his own damn problem to be able to even have a shot at getting some sort of closure for my family. And then he's not he's done spiraling down. Now he's spiraling up. And it's just the rage is swelling. I think him. okay, so as a, it's like a as, fucking as you're spiraling. Now, it's just a little a bit louder now. A little bit louder now. A little bit louder yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think Chai's gonna go up and just kneel like directly in front of him. And put, like, her hands on the side of his face. And cast calm emotions. <laughs> I wish I had it. I actually, like, I don't have it. But I wish. But basically, like, I'm gonna just put my hands just like, you're not wrong. This situation sucks. To put it the most mildly. Never in a million years did I think that we'd be in a situation where we have to help this asshole. Who has tried to murder us on a number of occasions. But you're right. For right now... We have to do this. Because fundamentally, if we do this, we're saving everyone. Not just not just us, the, the world. We're saving this entire plane of existence. All, all planes of existence. My entire land, apparently, is his number one target. But more importantly, for right now, in this moment, if we help Bryce and do this, you're really helping yourself get over this. Because it'll get you closer to a, a place where he will actually die when you hit him so damn hard. And you'll actually be able to set people free from that horrific thing. And it feels like hot garbage <laughs> that we have to do this. But we have to keep going. We're two gods eye behind when we were ahead. And if things can shift that fast, we have to take every single moment we can to try and even this out. And she's gonna uh, maybe like almost like like lick her thumb and try and like oh, kind of clean his. I'm clean. doing the mom like cheek <laughs> clean, but it's it's blood of giants, you know, metal shit. Uh, and she's gonna it's giants. No, it's mine. <laughs> well, a little bit of both. Both. Let's go there. And she's gonna just try and like clean him up a little bit and be like, I know that somewhere inside of you is more than just this anger and this revenge, and I I want that to be the Thaddeus everybody sees. And I want you to remember that that's still in there. So we are gonna go forward and we're gonna do this. But please, please know, it's not a negative to you, it's not a negative to the story, it doesn't, it's just a different, a different timeline. Which I think, given all the things that we've had going on, is totally legit. <laughs> so it's a different story that we didn't expect to write. But I think we'll have the same ending, if not a better one. So let's keep going. Uh, yeah, and Thaddeus kind of picks himself up a little bit, gets up, and just goes, Yeah. Looks at Gutterbird and goes, 
I guess it's a gamble then. Oh, for God's sakes. <laughs> and on that witticism, the red sky begins to open and a shining point of red begins to descend. And that's where we'll stop. <laughs> <laughs>